The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Everybody. Welcome to another episode here at the Fit Fighter Podcast, the podcast gem of inspirational fitness talk. I am your host, the fitness goer, TJ Williams, giving the insight of my fitness journey, discussing and analyzing fitness-based subjects, and highlighting individuals involved in fitness, past, present, and future. All right, so of course, um, of course, we are reaching spring. I mean, I don't think the snowstorm is um, over yet. I mean, I know I think there's another one coming, but, you know, I don't think I'm ready for it. So I'm not going to be stuck in a stove like before. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you get a car that's um, big enough to get through the snow and not down the ground. All right. All right so enough um, bad stuff aside. All right. So I got a guest this week. Um, of course, um, a classmate that I um, went to high school and middle school, middle school with. All right. So she's willing to come in and talk about her fitness um, journey. And um, of course, um, this is going to be real interesting because just a reminder, this is also um, highlighting people that are on a fitness journey that actually are looking to lose weight. So, of course, my guests will be talking about that today. So, may everybody introduce you to Samantha Real or uh, Samantha Bricky? Or did I say it right? Yeah, Bricky. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I feel like back so bad. Hi. So thank you for having me on. Uh, yeah, I guess back when we knew each other, I was Sam real Yeah, <laughs> you know, back in our, our Gaskill and Niagara Falls high school days. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so now Sam Brecky. Yeah. So back in that back then you were pretty much athletic. You did like a lot of sports. Oh I'm my gosh. Not. Yeah. So I, I'm, oh yeah. I like was in the softball team, uh, basketball, swimming. I was in the bowling team. Um, and then from after high school, I, I actually played rugby for Niagara University. So I played rugby for college for four years. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And, and um, what instrument did, instrument do you play in um, high school? Oh, school? yeah, that's right. We were you. OK, so I <laughs> I played the baritone saxophone and you played the drums, right? Oh, you were act- in yeah, actually, I get the only, the only um, instruments I ever had was the cymbals. This, that's I mean, right. Yeah, that yeah. is right. But you were like killer on them. Like, I feel like you were so good. Yeah, you know, here I am with like the worst instruments that I can ever get. But I played those like a champion. You play, you did. You played them like a champ for sure. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I think I crashed them so hard. I think I um either like cracked both of them or something. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I feel like, oh my gosh, those are the days, especially like Gaskill Band. Those were the days. Yeah. How about the band trips? Like, I think the, oh my God. the two years, like sixth grade and seventh grade, went to uh, Canada's Wonderland. Yep. And yeah. Then the- I was, it was so funny. I was just recently talking to like Chris Dowling about this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Him and I, are, him and I are actually pretty good buds these days. Yeah. And we were, we were talking about all this stuff. Yeah. Have you seen him? You see yeah, him? Like- yeah. Yeah. You see how he looked when he was in middle school and to now? You know, he's yeah. a really good person. You should have him. I'll him and I are pretty good buds. I'll uh, I'll I'll talk to him. But he would be a great person to walk through kind of his journey because he like he's so buff. Oh yeah, it's like it was around 2010. 
I like I was working out in World Gym at the time, and I caught him. And I thought it, he looked familiar. It's like that's Chris Dowling. He's, yeah, like he's jacked. I know. Oh my gosh, he's gonna kill me that we're talking about you. But I'm yeah. like, or yeah, that we're talking about him. But yeah, for sure, he's yeah, he's super cool. Yeah, and I definitely saw him at the reunion. Also, yeah, yeah, so he was a yeah. Oh man, we're going, it's going back years ago. Really. Oh my, I know yeah. it's so crazy. I, I was, it was really funny too. Not that your listeners care, but uh, we were looking at old Chris and I were looking at old um, yearbooks, yep, and like yep. the photos are so funny. Like just, uh, we all looked horrible, like so bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I keep looking at my senior pictures. Like I smile so wide and my eyes closed. Like, really. <laughs> but like that was you. Like, I feel like you were always just so happy. Like you were always just this, like this really positive, like happy guy. So that like, that picture is perfect. Ah, definitely. Uh, okay. So we're going to get to this, um, get to this um, episode. So we're going to kind of go back to the past of how you were before you got to your fitness journey. So of course we talked about how athletic you are. And then of course we're going to go right into like, your fitness journey. So the first question would be describe yourself of how you were before you got into fitness. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I, so I feel like my entire life has been a fitness journey, right? Like, like I always athletic played baseball and softball growing up and bowling and all these things. Um, but you know, I've always was, and I hate to say it like a bigger girl, you know, but I was just, you know, athletically built and just a little on the chunky side. Um, but always just, just athletic. Um, and then after you, you and I were chatting a little bit kind of before we started, um, so played rugby in college, got hurt playing rugby and had, I've had three back surgeries since 2012 ending with a, um, rods and screws in my back. So obviously with that, I gained a lot of weight. I gained like 80 pounds kind of after that, just because my mobility can like completely changed. I was really depressed and I couldn't do those kind of like team sports and things that I had done before. So I was just not really in a good, good space. Um, and then I guess this whole kind of fitness journey that I'm walking through right now, um, and for those of you who don't know, so I committed to 365 days of working out in a row today was day 180. So I have not missed a single day in the last almost six months in two days, it'll be six months. I have worked out, um, consistently. So I guess that how this whole thing came about was in September of 2020. I was at my sister's wedding, actually back up in Lockport, New York. Um, and I wasn't feeling really great kind of after the wedding and we drove back down I was starting to have some really bad pains in my stomach um, and just got really nauseous. Wasn't quite sure what was going on. Ended up getting sick. Well, ended up getting so sick. I was in the hospital. So I got really long story short. Um, I ended up spending from September, 2020 until January, 2021. I spent 21 nights in the hospital um, over a three month period, had to get off of work for two months. Um, and I ended up getting diagnosed with chronic pancreatitis. Oh, Yeah. So my, basically the back quarter of my pancreas is dead. Um, and my pancreas doesn't, um, break down fat in my body. So, um, it was a, it was like a, like that defining moment, right. And if you're watching a movie, like that defining moment where the character is like, this is going to change my life. Like that's what happened. It completely changed my life and my lifestyle. And through that process, I had lost about 45, 50 pounds, um, because I, couldn't put anything in my body for three months except, uh, liquids basically. 
Um, during that, I had my gallbladder taken out. They couldn't quite figure out what was going on with me. Ended up having to see some specialists up to Indiana University up in Indianapolis. So it was, it was a really long and tiring journey for those three months. I, I mean, I was pretty sick. So kind of after that, we got everything kind of under control. Um, and that's when in January of 2021, I decided like, okay, I'm going to start taking care of myself better because I have to. So with chronic pancreatitis, I have a 40% chance of having pancreatic cancer, which is like not the cancer that you want. Not that you want any cancer, but it's definitely not the one that you want. Um, it's, it's pretty fatal. So I today do everything I possibly can to kind of safeguard myself from that. Um, and a lot of that has to do with what I put in my body and then how I move my body. Yeah. So that's kind of, I guess that's kind of my backstory if, if you will. And what got me to today. Yeah. It's always that health scare that kind of gets your attention to go out, uh, work out and pretty much get yourself in shape. Yeah. And I hate that. And I like, I think that's the thing like for everyone, like listening, like don't wait until that health scare happens. Cause it's probably going to happen, right? If it's not as severe as this, it's high blood pressure or high cholesterol or, you know, diabetes or something like that. Like those things are coming, especially if you are an unhealthy individual. So, you know, instead of waiting for that to happen, just be proactive like that. I wish I would have done that. So I wouldn't be in the situation, you know, I had to go through for those three or four months. Yeah, so pretty much that was my situation with the uh, high blood pressure. You know, I was wasn't being careful with uh, how I was treating my body. You know, I was yeah. like athletic, like you were in high school. You know, like yeah. football, track, and of course I was doing karate too. And of course that that was that one scare that um the doctor saying that if I wasn't gonna control my blood pressure and then, you know something was gonna happen to me. So yeah, it's so mean, scary. Yeah, so. I mean, from there, like once I get that health scare, I, I immediately went to work. I mean, yeah, it's like, and it's work. Oh my gosh. Is it work? You yeah, know, I mean, it's work. It's so hard. I, I say the machine that helped me or saved my life was the elliptical. Cause that yeah. was, yeah. That's yeah. That thing. I say off that thing. I don't know. I hate yeah. cardio. Yeah. Let's just say I hold the record on the elliptical two hours and five minutes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I would, I would have passed out probably after I probably could have gone an hour. And then I probably, my legs would just be like jello. Yeah. But that's how I got famous in world gym. I mean, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Do you have like a plaque? I hope they have like a plaque or something. Yeah, they should. <laughs> yeah, they, or like, even like a post-it or something. There should be something that commemorates that moment. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So when, since you was talking about your um, fitness journey, or at least how you gotten like in the fitness journey, but um, you were talking about your health scare, you know, yeah. I, that kind of thought me, kind of uh, got me thinking about another um person that I follow on Instagram. Um, it, it was, um, posted on the news, uh, lately, um, um, I think she was like a fitness, um, influencer. Um, I'm trying to figure her name. Oh, yeah. Lex- Lexi Reed. Yeah. Okay. I've never, heard, I'll have to look her up. Lexi Reed. Yeah. Um, she, okay. there was, there was like posted something on the news that she, um, was um, put on a ventilator because she had like some type of um, health scare or something. Okay. And I think she was on a ventilator and uh, in a coma and I think she's out of it now, but she's on, yeah. um, Dial, dialysis or something dialysis? Yeah. okay yeah. yeah yeah but um you know i was um following her for a while because she was on a um weight loss journey too yeah. as, as well as her husband yeah. and you know i kind of reached out to her husband saying that i was uh, offering my condolences and see if they can be on the show in the future yeah so, that'd be yeah. awesome that'd yeah, be so, so cool 
Yeah, so kind of a shout out to her, and hopefully she gets some. Do it, Lexi. Yeah, I hope you. I mean, I don't. I have no clue about your story, but I totally hope you're you're on the mend and totally join the podcast. Yeah, definitely. All right, so moving forward, so what would you? Of course, you you talk about your push into fitness. That was your health scare. So, what was your most difficult um challenge starting out? You know, I think for me, it wasn't on, so it wasn't on the actual like fitness, like workout side, like that for me was pretty easy. Right. Like, um, I was, you know, an athlete, like I know how to, well, at least I thought I did. I thought I knew how to work out. I just, I just figured it out over the last 180 days, to be honest with you. Uh, but for me, the hardest thing was what I put in my body. So Italian from New York, right? Like yeah. we can eat, right? DJ, like you, like the food back home is so good. And then I moved to the South where the food is even better. Um, you know, always have been a big drinker, like love wine and things like that. And, um, and the Mediterranean diet is a high fat diet. Well, that is not something I can do. So I can only have 50 grams of fat a day or less. Like that when you, when you start, if anyone out there tracks their macros and you start counting your fat, like 50 grams is not a lot. Um, so for me, that was the hardest thing that I had to do was, was work through that and figure out, you know, figure out how I'm supposed to eat all day and be full, um, but eat the right things. And, you know, there's also, I can't take ibuprofen or any ANSAID. So anti-inflammatory drugs I can't take because of my pancreas. So incorporating those anti-inflammatory foods like cherries and turmeric into my diet to like naturally help my body, like work with myself instead of work against me. And then in the past October, they actually put me on, um, digestive enzymes. So now every time I put food into my body, I have to take a pill and it's, it's the same enzymes that your pancreas is supposed to secrete to break down the food. Like, like mine just needs some help, but I can only take eight a day, which means I can only put food in my body eight times a day, which is it's like, I figured it out. Right. It's, it's, it's easy. I figured it out, but when you consciously have to take a pill with food, like your snacking stops because you have to start making these like conscious decisions about the things that you put in your body. And then you start like, is it worth it? Like, is it worth the fat? Is it worth like, like, do I really want this? Whatever that I'm going to have. So that, I think that for me has been, is probably been the hardest thing. Yeah. So that's the hardest thing about me, like trying to make the right foods. You know, I try to get away from, eating fast foods you know i want oh, yeah. to try yeah i want to try to cook yeah know. do you like to cook yeah i'm pretty much i like the food prep pretty much yeah so, um, usually i cook like once a week and try okay. to get a, a food prep you know i got like chicken and then of course i try to do um different vegetables you know definitely i'm pretty much hooked on vegetables now good that, yeah, yeah i mean i could go i mean honestly like i don't eat a ton of meat i could go I can't go, I should go vegan, but I can't do it. I just can't give up (laughs) cheese, even though it's so hard. I love, and I, it's not something I can really eat like goat cheese, like cheese is so high in fat. So it's just not something I can eat, but I I definitely love it. But like lentils and beans and, you know, I've definitely, I'm a big foodie and I'm a big cook. So like through (laughs) all of this, I've had to like basically restructure how we eat meals in my household and, and the things I eat when I order out and it's de- it's definitely been a huge challenge. Yeah, it's definitely a huge challenge when you have to travel, mostly for wrestling. Oh my gosh! You know, I kind of bring like my own food. Like I try to have like salad 
or at least yeah. spinach or even I bring um almonds with me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm, ex- I'm exactly the same way. So I'm in, like I said, I'm like in outside sales. So I kind of travel the state of Kentucky often. So I have like a little cooler, this little green cooler that I put in my front seat in days that I'm going to be out. Like that thing is full of like Greek yogurt and um, like cucumbers and celery and like um, sometimes even just like sliced ham or grilled chicken, anything like a, um, steamed asparagus and steamed uh, broccoli. Love oh, eating that cold. Like, so I'll just like anything I can just reach in the cooler and kind of eat while I'm driving. Because if not, like your options are fast food and I can't eat, I cannot eat fast. There's Mm-mm. there's one meal I can eat and it's from Wendy's. And it's a grilled chicken sandwich with a baked potato. <laughs> like it has <laughs> nine grams of fat in it. It's the only thing I can eat. And most of the time, Wendy's doesn't have any potatoes for whatever reason. <laughs> Yeah, they should because they got fries. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so, so I feel you on that. Traveling, traveling is really difficult, and then even too like ordering out at a restaurant is so like for anyone out there who like is struggling with like a weight loss program or anything, and you're out at a restaurant. Like I feel you. Like you take your time. If it takes you ten minutes to order, and you're amending everything, you're asking them a thousand questions. Just do it. Like who cares? Like don't be embarrassed. Like just do it. Yeah. You know, the one thing that kind of bothered me, like um, when I was on my weight loss journey, you know, here I am, me, my father, and uh, of course, my uncle, my brother-in-law or not brother-in-law, our stepbrother, we yeah. travel all the way from Niagara Falls to Linden, Alabama, like 20, like it's a 24 hour trip. Yeah. You know, I tried not to eat so much, you know, but really it's like, it's like my father just kind of pressured me to eat something that's like, I was on a diet and I was trying not to eat like yeah. a horse yeah yeah and the same same way i was down there i honestly i hate going down there i mean oh, it's so hard because the food is so good and you're not yeah. supposed to eat it exactly you know i try to get away from that and then you no know, i kind of came back home and you know the weight that i lost i came back and i was like yeah. angry about it and i had to work extra harder to get yeah. to lose it and you can't, and that's a, that's a, that's the thing that just is so hard. Like you can't get upset when you gain the weight back, or if you gain a little bit back, or if you have a setback, like it's life, right? Like it's a journey. You can't like stress out. You just got to kind of refocus and go back to being consistent. Like you just, you kind of just have to play with it. Cause if not, you're just going to dig yourself into a hole and then get upset and just fall, fall off the horse again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I fall the, off the horse a couple of times, but you know, I got back up. It's fine. Yeah. You just got to get back. It's life. I mean, this is life, right? Like if we did everything exactly how we were supposed to, I mean, that'd be no fun. Yeah. All right. So what would you say the goal that you're aiming for? What's your ultimate goal? Oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, I, so I'm kind of from a weight loss. So my ultimate goal is to be healthy, right? My ultimate goal is not to die from pancreatic cancer. If I'm being honest, right? Like that's, that is my ultimate goal is to take care of my pancreas and take care of my body and and just to be healthy and to be healthy from a physical perspective, emotional, like, you know, social, like all of the things, like I want to be healthy when I start to like drill that down into like actual measurable goals. I mean, for me, I'd really like to be under 200 pounds. So I have lost 70 pounds since the start, since basically September of 2020. So I still have some time. I have about 50 more to go to hit my goal. Um, but because of how, because of everything that happened. So, I mean, I'll be honest, I'll be frank. I was over 300 pounds. Like I was over 320, to be honest with you. 
Um, so how everything kind of happened and because the way I lost so much weight at the beginning, because I was sick, like that, like you just lose, you're just losing body mass, right? I wasn't toning. I was in a hospital bed. I was sitting on the couch. Like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't work out because I was so sick. So the first like six months of coming off of 2021, like I was working out and like nothing was changing, but like I was becoming leaner and toner. And like my skin was kind of like becoming more like tighter and and things like that. So, um, that, I think for me, that's probably my biggest accomplishment is the fact that the weight that I lost when I was sick, I did not gain back because that is the hardest thing. And some people sometimes have given me some flack like, oh yeah, well, if I got sick, I'd lose a bunch of weight too. I'm like, yeah, but you'd probably gain it back. Like I changed my entire life. Like my entire lifestyle, I changed and I didn't gain that 55 pounds back. Like and then I lost some on top, I've lost to an extra 15 or 20 on top of it. Like, like that to me, like has been probably my, my, one of my biggest accomplishments in my life. Yeah. So definitely your ultimate goal is just get healthier or do you have any um, other goals in mind? Say if you want to do a 5k or maybe. Yeah. You know what I would really like to do? I've never had really good upper body strength. My, all my body has strength has always been in my legs, right? In my thighs, my ass, like that's just where (laughs) in my rugby position, like if anyone knows anything about rugby, I was a pack player. Like I was in the scrum, like it was all lower body. Um, so I would, I would love to grow my upper body strength. I've pushups. Like I can't do a pushup. Like I mean, I can do like five, I think, I think, I don't even know if they're actually pushups what I'm doing. So I would just love to be one of those people that just pop down and they can just like do pushups, yeah. <laughs> right? Like I was that in a pull-up, like I've never <clears throat> done a pull-up in my life. Like I would, I would love to be able to just do some pull-ups and do some pushups. Like, you know, like that's, that's what I would like to do and, and, and hike. So hiking is something that I've recently gotten into. My husband's kind of got me into that. I mean, in his side of the family, his sister-in-law is a huge hiker up. Um, they live out in, in Salt Lake city in park city, Utah. Um, I was just out there actually a couple, like a month ago and we got to do some hiking and it was my first big mountain hike. And, um, I would, I'd love to be just at a, a spot where I could go hiking, like on a hiking trip where you hike for four days, like that to me would, uh, would be something I'd love to be able to do in the next like year or so. Yeah, definitely. That, that'd be a goal. Just like do something that um, really interests you and then yeah. try to go with it. Yeah. For me, I mean, I did like, like three, five K's. And oh my God. Like, bless your heart. No, I don't run. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I've been doing when I was in my like good, like I got in shape. No, I just kind of started running, you know, I still run. I mean, my um, longest miles I've done was 10. So I'm going to try to go for a half marathon. That's amazing. That, Hey, listen, there's a really good one here in Louisville. Um, they do, that's a part of like Derby weekend for the Kentucky Derby. There's a half, there's a mini marathon. Then there's a half marathon. Like it's, and I want to say there's a full marathon too, but it, it running, the running culture is pretty big down here. Yeah. I don't think I'll go for that full marathon yet. I mean, no. um, <laughs> Listen, yeah. you have my full support and, um, I will, I would even cheer on the sidelines for you, but I am not running. I was, uh, a couple months ago, I went for a walk after one of my workouts and I was like, oh, man, I got some energy in me. Like I'm going to run. I'm just going to run to the stop sign. TJ, I ran to the stop sign and I was like, why, why did I do this? Like I hated every <laughs> second of it. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I am no, I want to go just lift weights. That's what I want to do. Yeah, so really, 
I feel like I just like own Hyde Park because I run like mostly that. I love but that. the era, you know. I see. I get more friends um running from um, doing running than I do any place else. Like that's really. awesome. Yeah, I like, love that. I love that. No, good. I'm I'm so happy for you and all the power to you, man. Hey. Okay, so who do you look up to when you're on your journey? So, yeah. oh my gosh. So I think this one specifically, I got. So I got. I want to call it some of my girls. So, so what I do in the the last 100 and you know 80 days, um, I've been a part of Beach Body, which I'm, I'm sure you're aware of, right? Yeah. It's a really, really great program, especially for people who don't want to go to the gym or don't have a lot of equipment or things like that. Like there's a ton of workouts that are under 30 minutes. Um, but I got connected with this through a friend of mine, Caitlin, who's here. And, um, you know, I kind of reached out to her and was like, Hey, like I need some help. You know, would, would you help me through this? And she has been amazing. Like I tell her probably on a weekly basis that she personally changed my life. And I didn't even know it was happening and, until now, like looking back. So, um, so again, shout out to Caitlin, cause girlfriend, you have changed my life. So thank you. Um, and, and so her, and then Chelsea, um, who is like, I guess got her into to beach body as well. So the two of them are kind of my, like my coaches and, and we've created this kind of accountability, a community, and there's about 10 or 15 girls in this community. And I think for me, like I look up to them the most because we have like an Instagram kind of private message. And, you know, right now we're, we're kind of walking through the, like a, a hundred day challenge together and every single day, like everyone's checking in, like I did the workout or we'll do water challenges. And then like, you know, I have like a couple of the girls like Aaron and Katie or and my cousin, Katie, and then my girl, my girl, Madison and Owensboro, like they're always kind of texting me on the side being like, Hey, like, I saw that you're also doing like lift four. Like I'm thinking about like layering something too. And like, I don't know, this just like accountability and this like sense of community for me. It's like, this is where it's at for me. Like, it's like, I've created my own personal gym. Right. And yeah. like, I, I love it. And that's, that's the stuff for me, like the relationship building and the community aspect that like keeps me so engaged in what I'm doing. Yeah. I can, can relate to that. Cause um, I know my mom was like on um, Weight Watchers. I yeah, mean, yeah, she, <clears throat> yeah, she could just do the same thing. Like um, she kind of goes and like do zoom like meetings. And then she talks up, talks to her friends about like her journey. I know she's retired now, so she has as much time to work out. So yeah. she had, she don't have to worry about taking care of me no more. I know. Uh, <laughs> Your mom was the nicest lady ever. I like yeah. always remember her. She's so nice. But yeah, I think that's why Weight Watchers is so successful, right? Because a big part of Weight Watchers is that community sense. And and just like you were saying, right, you're on that trip and like, you know, your, your family is kind of pressuring you to eat healthy. Like, ugh, like if you can surround yourself with people who support you and who are positive and buy in and then, you know, even also do it along with you. Like, you know, my husband, like, you know, I, I through me working out, I've kind of convinced him to kind of get back into it because he was an athlete his whole life and, you know, did all that. So now he's starting to, you know, he built us a whole gym in our basement and he's lifting and, you know, doing all these things. I don't necessarily know if he loves it, but he's doing it. So, <laughs> you know, so, so I just, and you same thing with my mom and my aunt, like, you know, I feel like all these people kind of around me have started like joining in on this and it just creates this kind of like culture and you know, my, my two cousins up in Ohio and like their siblings, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like we just have this like culture that we can all relate to and just lift each other up and keep motivating each other. Yeah, definitely. Right. And you mentioned with, um, beach by that kind of reminds me of, um, Liz Mills, um, 
yeah, it kind of got into that list mills body combat. So that's also okay. a good community. Uh, you remember on um, Jamie Tobias, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what she does? Because she looks fantastic. Yeah, I think she does body pump. Because I the last time I remember remembered, uh, yeah. So uh, okay, yeah. if you're listening, keep it up because I follow you on Instagram and you are crushing it. Yeah. So me and her almost kind of go back and forth with body combat because uh, you know I'm a fitness um I'm a, a certified instructor now. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. That's uh, so cool. Yeah. So if you are listening to my first podcast, I talk about like my training with um the list mill. So yeah. That's so cool. Oh yeah. I'm a natural when it comes to body combat. It's like when I started teaching. So like what is it? So like like is it like kickboxing, like punching, like fighting? What is it? It's basically like kickboxing, like you're doing different um styles of martial arts. Um in the um workout so okay. they have like they have different tracks and it's like almost like choreographed okay um, is it like contact or no contact oh it's no contact it's okay just, i'll have to it, check i'll have to check this out I'll to, let me know if you ever do like a zoom class or something i'll have to check it out yeah so i think they got some classes um i don't know do they got like um world gyms or kind of classes over where they're at yeah i'll have, to, I'll, I'll have to look i don't think we have a world gym down here but i'm sure there's probably some place that offers it yeah yeah, they usually either do a half an hour or either 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was a natural, you know, I went from teaching one class to teaching, like, five. People That's begged awesome. me to teach. That's awesome. Like, That's really, so cool. Yeah, you know, if somebody needs a sub, you know, I'm, like, the first person they reach out to. And, then, you know, I'm there. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. So, you know, we, oh, we were talking about like the subject, um, like people need to know about like uh, fitness. Like what would you say, like other than um, your um, condition with um, your pancreas? Um, so is there any other um, issues you like the listeners to know? Yeah. So I was when you had kind of sent these questions over before I was like looking through it. And I think. I think for me. I guess my advice or what I think people should kind of like look into is like knowing your own body. So I think there's so much out there right now, especially when it comes to nutrition, like keto this and keto that or intermittent fasting. Like there's all these like things and gimmicks like Atkins, like don't eat carbs, don't eat white stuff. Like, and for me personally, like I get eat, like I get to eat carbs. Like I have to eat pasta. Like I, like those are the things I have to eat, but like the keto diet, the high fat bacon and cheese and all this, like, I can't do that, you know, and which is crazy because my entire life, what do you do TJ when you lose weight, you cut carbs and eat more fat. Like that is what the world tells you to do. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, like that's what the, and like, I, it was never working for me because literally my pink, I was, I was killing my body because my pancreas couldn't handle it. So, and you know, people are like, well, I can't eat gluten. I can't eat this. I think the most important thing is like know your own body. So there's all there's blood tests that you can do now. There's food sensitivity tests. Like there's like there's things where you can kind of like you strip down and you do like uh, I think a part of Whole Thirty is this where you strip down and you only eat like vegetables and things like that, and then you slowly add things in to see how your body reacts to it. Like do some research on your body and do some research on nutrition itself and don't just follow some fad diet or, and if you are going to change your lifestyle to start eating a certain way, like make sure you're doing it correctly and not just eating a bunch of bacon. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's not a diet. Like, and that's, that's not a lifestyle. So I think, yeah, just like know yourself and don't just because it's working for your friend that, you know, is five, two and 96 pounds. Like 
doesn't mean it's going to work for you when you're six feet and 250 pounds. Like it's probably not going to work. Your bodies are different. And that's okay. Like, it's great. Like our bodies are different. That's, we want our bodies to be different. Like that's good. So in your other words, um, you just want to follow your own brand pretty much. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Like create your own brand and figure out what works for you. And even from a workout perspective, if cardio and running works, do it. Like if it doesn't, like you don't have to do cardio to lose weight. You just lift like just, I mean, honestly, you'll probably lose more weight by like dialing in on your nutrition and lifting than you are going to be running or walking. Yeah, pretty much resistant training. It's like it pretty much makes you sweat because you use your muscles. Yeah. So, yeah, usually when I tell my participants when I'm doing class, you know, you say, listen to your body. Like if you're dealing with limitations or injuries, please consider the low impact, low intensity. options. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I like, okay. So I'm, I'm clear. I'm walking through that right now. So I had surgery a couple of, oh, let's see, 10 days ago. It was something super minor, but it was on my kind of on my abdominal. And, um, so I couldn't work out. So I started freaking out because I'm like, Hey, I'm like talking to my doctor. I'm like, I'm in this journey where I've committed to 365 days. Like I can't give up. I can't stop. Like I need to stay consistent. Like, and, and that for me, consistency is, is, is my key. Like, so what can I do? And he's like, well, you can walk. And I'm like, but that's not working out. And he's like, yeah, it is. It's totally working out. And like, that's what you're going to get to do. So the day of my surgery, I, got, I worked out in the morning, went, had it done. So the next day, I think I walked a half a mile and I was so like frustrated with myself. And then my husband kind of reminded, he's like, but this is all your body can do right now. And this is okay. Like yeah. for what you're like, you have to listen to your body and you'd think I'd know that. Cause I've had three back surgeries. You, so you'd think I'd know that, but it's so hard to just step back and like, listen to our bodies. Yeah. You know, I had like problems with my lower back as also, but I mean, I didn't have to get surgery. I know it kind of led to sciatica, which oh my gosh, was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 To listen to it. Yeah, imagine you can sit down for a while and then of course your leg is in pain. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I don't want to worry about those back injuries. I mean, really, I'm take care of my back now. So good. Uh, That's good. Uh, even though I'm bumping a lot in pro wrestling. Yeah. So Yeah. You gotta be careful. You don't wanna trust me. I've had I've rods and screws in my back. So <laughs> the last thing you want to do is hurt your back because that'll take you out for it'll take you out for a while. Yeah, because I know my dad's going through the same thing. He recently got surgery um, a couple of weeks back, so he's kind of recovering. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, and with recovery, you just got to treat your body. I, I think it boils on just treating your body with respect, right? And and like t- giving your time, giving yourself that time to recover, but still keep it moving. And just because you're recovering doesn't mean you have to sit on the couch or lay in bed. Like from a mental standpoint and from a physical standpoint, like you got to keep it moving. So if it means you're just taking a little bit of a walk, then you just take a little bit of a walk. And, you know, from when I started at half a mile and now I'm doing over three and a half miles. And honestly, I could keep going. I just get bored. So I stop. Yeah. I can't say you got to have that kind of music in your ear that helps you keep going. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Kind of call it, if you call it like an earworm or something that you play the music over and over again, and it kind of gives you that motivation. Yep. 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 So I like try to listen to podcasts or listen to like 2000s gangster rap. Like that's usually what I listen to when I walk, like just like walking in suburbia, listening to like Eminem and Nelly. Yeah. Oh yeah. You catch that Super Bowl. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. My, I watched it with my mom and she was like, she was like, you know, all the words. I'm like, this was my life. Like, this is what we grew up on. Like I was so, I was the best Super Bowl halftime show ever. Yeah. I know you got those people complaining that it wasn't, but you know, that was like the greatest. Oh my gosh. It was so good. That was basically Snoop Dogg. Just, um, you know, of course he bought off, um, death row records, um, which Uh yeah, which he started off with, but now he's owned it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah, man, Snoop Dogg is kind of like he's extremely funny too. Like, oh my does, gosh, yeah, yeah. You ever see him? He does those videos. Um, he does like um narrates nature. And then no, kinda, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I have should. got to look this up. Yeah. I love. I like secretly love his relationship with Martha Stewart. Like, I feel oh, like yeah. they're BFFs, and I love it. Like, I love when they do commercials. They, I think they one point like a cooking show together. Like, yeah. I love it. Yeah, so definitely. Yeah, so definitely check those videos out. He just I will, I'm going to. I have a list of things I need to check out because of our conversation. <laughs> All right. So before we kind of get to our hidden gym segment, here's the last question. Um, okay. What motivational or inspirational quote kind of describes your journey? Consistency is key, I think. Um, so if you um follow me on Instagram, like I every day. Uh, before I work out, I post a video on my story. And then when I'm done working out, I post a video and generally they're very like kind of raw videos, um, of whatever, like struggles I, that happened that day during my workout, or if I'm happy or excited or kind of whatever emotion I have, I try to just, cause it's real, right? Like, this is what, this is what I'm walking through right now. Yep. So I try to keep it as real as possible, but the, my whole theme has been consistency. And a lot of times I'll say like consistency, 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 like you don't have to be extreme you just have to be consistent. And for me, I think that's why it has been so important not to miss a day of working out for a full year, because I just want to prove to myself that I can be consistent in something. And that's what, that's what gets results. Like going to the gym for nine hours, once a week, I was not going to do anything. Like it's just going to make you tired and frustrated, but like going to the gym every day or working out every day for 30 to 50 minutes, 60 minutes, like that's where you start to see results. And yep. same thing, like consistency within what I'm putting in my body. Like you can, you know, fast or cut carbs for two weeks. Yeah. You might lose 10 pounds or five pounds or something or cut it for a month. But if you don't consistently do that every single day, like that's, you're not going to see any long-term changes. That, that I can agree. You know, for me, you know, do you also do like reps? Like when you do, like, if you do like upper body, like, oh, yeah. Workout, yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, I can't even do that. I'd usually do like time bouts. Okay. Usually, usually if I could do like Tabata or 30, 15 or 40, 20, or even 60, 30, that's kind of yeah. like my time bouts. So I kind of, so yeah. So when I lift, I do like, um, I, follow like a beach body lifting program. And for me, it really works. Cause I, I like to tell people all the time, like, I like blackout when I work out, like, I don't under, like remember what I did. Like I'll come upstairs and he like, how's the workout? Oh, it was good. What'd you do? Oh, it was like chest, I think. And like back, and like, how do you not know what you did? I'm like, I don't know. I just like, I just like follow along and I, I, I pick up the weights. I do what I'm supposed to do. They count for me. And I put them down. Like there's, it's a no brainer. Yeah. So that for me, it's just, um, just time bouts. So that's yeah. how, cause you don't know how many reps you're going to do. So you're just going at your own pace and then, and you just get the reps that you can actually do. Like, it's almost like you're lifting until like failure. 
Yeah. No, I love you. You live till fatigue. And I, I love that. That's, that's a very, I feel like that's a very like successful way to, to lift. I love uh, lifting is my favorite. It is, it is by far my favorite. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's half and half for me, but I'm, I'm mostly speed. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, you're the runner. Yeah. No, no, no. I hate cardio. Yeah. All right. So we're at our hitting, um, Hitting Jim um, segment of our um, interview. So, uh, of course, um, this is a series of questions that we're, we're going to answer to our best of our ability. Okay. So, all right. So our first question would be the best advice you ever gotten. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I was like, struggling with this one. You know, I just I probably it was a, on a, a like an Instagram reel and it was um, it was like a voiceover and it was this guy and he was like, you don't have to go to the gym for nine hours. You just have to be consistent. Like you don't have to be extreme. You just have to be consistent. I know we just kind of just walked through this whole thing, but for me, like that, like I saved that audio. And I think I might've even made like a, like a progress video of myself with that overlaid because it, it like really just like hit home. Like I'm, I'm kind of an extreme person and I feel like that's my personality. Right. So to level out and do something consistently every day. Like that has been the best advice I've gotten during this whole, this whole journey. Right. And it brings me to my next question. Usually people don't get this one, but you know, they can't think of um, an answer for this one, but the worst advice you ever gotten. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the worst advice was absolutely to do the keto diet. Like, and that, like, and I just, every, I feel like everyone's just doing keto and I feel like everyone is doing it wrong. And like, I just, for me, you know, and again, like it just doesn't work for my body. And, um, but I, and we, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier. It's so, I don't know, like going back to knowing your body and, and doing what works for you. And just because it's the fad or just because everyone's doing it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be successful with it. So so just, just figuring out what works for you is, is going to be the best. Yeah. So yeah, then I don't try to follow those diets. You know, they have like pills and stuff that that's that. Oh yeah. And like, uh-uh. and that's it too. Like you got to stop dieting. Like I do, I am not on a diet. Like that's a four letter word in our house. Like I'm not, I'm like, I had, I created a lifestyle change yep. and that like that lifestyle change happened in basically in September of 2020. So my life, like I don't diet, like I don't restrict myself on any types of food besides fat, like, you know what I mean? But like, besides the things I can't have, the things I can have, like, I don't know. I just, it's a lifestyle change and it stopped dieting because it just, you're just going to fail. You're just going to fail. Probably the best advice I would say is like for me, be a fitness instructor. So you don't have no excuse of not going to the gym or not yeah, working you, out. You yeah. Have to. yeah, you have to. You're literally getting paid to work out. Oh, maybe I should, maybe I should look into that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a prisoner, so I'm trapped. So at least that's good for me. I, I love s- it. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Next question. How do you reward yourself? I kind of call this a guilty pleasure. I feel like my whole life is a reward. I don't know. <laughs> like I like, you know, I have kind of an extreme personality. So I, I like to, I, I think my mentality is work hard, play hard. Right. So I, I work hard. I work hard at my workouts. I work hard at what I put in my body and, and how I take care of myself. I, I work hard at my job. I'm, I'm pretty successful and I really, really love it. And it's really important to me. I, I work hard at my relationships that I have and 
because I do that consistently on a day-to-day basis, I, I also get to play hard and I love to travel and I, you know, love to go shopping and love to spoil my pets and do things with my friends and be with my family. So, so I think for me, I think my whole life's a guilty pleasure to be honest with you. And I love it. I love every minute of it. Yeah. Oh, definitely traveling is good. You know, I'm definitely looking forward to going to Vegas again. (laughs) Yeah. That, oh my gosh, I love Vegas. I have some family out there. So I've been a bunch of times. I I enjoy Vegas. Yeah. I used to go down there for like a cry convention. So it'd be my 12th time going down there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We just booked, uh, we just booked Italy. So we're going to Italy this summer. Oh, um, going to Utah next weekend. We're going up to Toronto, which I know for you back home, that's not really, you know, traveling, but for, but for people down here, it kind of is. So, so yeah, I just, um, I I really love to travel. I just want to see the world. Yeah, definitely. I want to go back to Canada. I need to see my nieces. Yeah. Yeah. Are they there? Yeah, my um, my brother and my um, sister-in-law live up um, in Mount Hope area. So, yeah, okay. so they got two kids. Yeah, I love them. I love oh, them very awesome. much. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, especially my oldest niece. She's going to be at least 15 this year. Yeah. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Go, go see them. Go do it. Do oh, it. Yeah. Me and, oh, me and as Uncle TJ. Yeah. I love it. Uncle <laughs> TJ. That's yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. Next question. What famous celebrity would you like to work out with? Okay. So originally I was going to say Chris Hemingsworth because he's Thor first of all, and he's gorgeous. And I like on Instagram, he's always posting his workouts. However, literally last night I was watching something and Henry Clavel does not do cardio. So I would like to work out with Superman. (laughs) That is who I'm picking. Yeah. That'd probably be a good choice. Cause if you don't do cardio and he doesn't, and then that'd be ripped. Like he is like, buff and I'm like I would love to just like watch you work out and I just want to work out with you yeah I guess they was talking about something that he was going to do like a remake of a Highlander so he's going to really? do like that yeah that's I think I saw something about that Ooh, but yeah. okay yeah so that'd be like a good like movie for him to do like I think so I, yeah, yeah absolutely I mean, not to put like Christopher Lindbergh like um out of the picture no he did a good <laughs> Highlander but yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be something to see. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd watch that. Yeah. But I'm kind of dying to see how what that next Batman movie, the new Batman movie coming out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so do I. I um it's uh what is it, Robert Pattinson's gonna play Batman now? Yeah. Yeah. And I heard, I don't know, I feel like I read something where he actually did a pretty decent job. So we'll see, we'll see what that we'll see what how it shakes out. I don't know. I'm a big Clayble <laughs> yeah. fan. Yeah, let's see how many people cheer in that um, movie theater like they did the Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, I'm, a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge nerd, TJ. I'm a huge nerd. I have watched all of the Marvel movies in order consecu- like consecutively like three times, I think. Um, we just finished Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all seven seasons. Like a oh, huge nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about being nervous. You go to Comic-Cons like I do. Yeah. I know it's like, so I, we haven't been to, we went to Gen Con, which I don't know. You would probably love Gen Con. So it's a tabletop gaming convention. It's in Indianapolis, the first weekend of August. So we've been there and it's so much fun. Yeah. I've been to a lot of comic cons. Of course, uh, I've been to a retro game con in Syracuse. Yeah. yeah, It's coming to Louisville, that retro game thing. It's going to be in Louisville, I think in like June or something. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Cause I know there's one con I like, I usually go to, it's like across the border, uh, Niagara Falls Comic-Con. Yeah. Okay. So 
I mean, that that's really interesting. I usually like I like meeting famous people. Yeah, you know, that's. But, a, I heard the San Diego one is usually where all the like Avengers go, like all the super famous people usually go to that one. Yes, but I definitely want to meet the um, most of the cast from Cobra Kai. So that's. Oh yeah, I yeah, I heard on your other podcast. I watched. I think I watched the first season, maybe or the first and second season. But I could assume you would love that that show. Oh yeah, I'm like I watched like the fourth season like I don't know how many times like usually ten times. That's, oh my gosh, I that's love how that. much I love that. Um, love the series. I'm can't wait for season five to come out. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so far I met three of the um cast members. Mostly, oh, that's the, so cool. Yeah, mostly the original um the cast members of the Cry Kid. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. I love the Karate Kid series. Yeah. I love those movies. They were so good. <laughs> yeah, I think I made um William Zapka bow. <laughs> Oh my God. I yeah, I was simply telling them that um, this was like around a year that I was that I test just tested for a fourth degree, okay. Of course, and I was um cosplaying as like a Street Fighter character, okay. You know? Of course, I met him, and I had my picture of Chuck Norris of, of having with me. Then I was like telling them that uh, I was gonna get be a master someday, and he just bows has been. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> that's I love that. That is so cool. I love that for you. Yeah. And also Martin Cove is kind of a, a decent guy. You know, he's kind of like the mean guy, um, um, crease. Yeah. But he's like a nice guy. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's real great when you have a picture with Chuck Norris and then, you know, they, I, know, that I, saw, that, I saw that on your Instagram. I'm like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So definitely I'm looking forward to master rank next year. Yeah. yeah. That's so exciting. I mean, well, we will be there cheering you on in spirit for sure. Cause that's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Secret talent. Um, okay. So not really a secret that I play D and D, right? Like we were talking before we have, have a podcast literally dropping in June of me and a bunch of people playing D and D. However, my secret talent is I paint D and D miniatures. <laughs> so just like Henry Clayville, he prints little like warhead managers. Um, so yeah, I'm actually really good at it. Like really good at it and I really love it. It's like something that like is so super, super nerdy, but I just freaking love it. Um, it's so calming and so fun just to like sit and like, just be super creative. And, um, and it's, they're so tiny. They're literally so small, but it's so, so fun. Yeah. I can say my secret talent is I could be like a voice actor because, you know, I could do a lot of good voices. I love that. You should do it. Oh yeah. Definitely. I got full people with James Earl Jones. They think that it's, he's actually here, but it's actually me doing the voice. I know. I heard. I heard. I feel like you did on the, one of the other episodes I listened to. I was like, "Oh, that's really good." <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm a Star Wars um, freak too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was a really big Star Wars fan. I'm a big Star Trek fan. Like, I love all the new Star Trek movies with like Chris Pine and all. Like, I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, that's good. I think William um, Shatner is supposed to be going to the, that Snagger Falls Con this year. So, Oh, that's awesome. Hopefully, that'd be really cool. Yeah, hopefully I can get across the border. Definitely I can meet him. Yeah, yeah, that'd be so fun. Yeah, that's it. T.J. Williams meet T.J. Hooker. Yeah. <laughs> I, love that. I love that show, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. All right. So if you were in a movie, what kind of movie would you be in? Oh, my gosh. Probably. I mean, I'd have to say a Marvel movie. But, like... Yeah, I mean, I like Avengers style, Black Widow, some, yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the movies are so well done and they're, I love the comedic re- relief out of it. And, and for me, like, I, that's it. I just, I love making people laugh. So, um, <laughs> you know, I just, so I think that would be so fun. And, 
um, I don't know like what superhero I would be or whatever, but in some aspect, I, I'd, I'd love to be in a, a Marvel movie. Yeah, now I gotta go watch Disney Plus and get, go, see all those movies now. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Please tell me you have not. You don't start with the Hulk one because it's pointless. Just start with Iron Man one. Yeah, and watch them and watch them in release order. Yep. Um, and I like the more you watch them, the more like you start picking up on like little Easter eggs and things that are kind of hidden, and they're just so well done. They're so well done. Yeah, I think there's uh, one movie that you might like. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, it's um Ready Player One. Yeah, I don't no. think it's, oh, it's you'll love it. It's like basically, okay. pop, it's basically pop culture. Okay, it's, it's basically, yeah, it's basically you're going to a virtual reality and you're basically a character like your own character, but you like you got all these pop cultures going around, like people like Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's like, cool. Uh, that, yeah, you actually watch the movie. You'll I will. See I will for about. sure. I will for sure watch it. I yeah. will absolutely. Did you watch Free Guy? Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. It's new. He's like a NPC player. He's like an NPC in a video game that like takes over the video game. I, mean, I got to watch that. What is you that? Got, on? It's called free. It just came out. I don't even, I don't, it might, I don't know if it's on Netflix yet or not. Uh, it's called free guy. All right. So I got to watch that. Right. Yeah. Ryan you have Reynolds. to watch it. It's so good. Yeah. He was so funny. And dead, oh my gosh. Deadpool. He's so yeah. funny. Yeah. I mean, if it was just him and um, who else I would say, him and who who would be as funny as um brian reynolds oh my gosh um uh i feel like oh my gosh sexiest man alive paul rudd yeah it'd be him and um paul rudd and like um like a like a sarcastic battle or like just yeah (laughs) yeah like like make me laugh kind of like those things that go back and forth and like can't like (laughs) like, yeah i would i would totally watch that i would 100 they're probably it's out there probably exists they probably are like friends yeah you know, it was that great transaction from him going between um the Green Lantern to doing Deadpool. So, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. And then he like always like makes fun of the fact that he like played like shitty Green Lantern and like how <laughs> like those are like the best interviews when he like just like pokes fun. <laughs> like, like I don't know if you follow them on social media, like him and his wife Blake Lively, but they're always like literally trolling each other, and it's like the funniest thing. <laughs> I love that. He's really funny. I really like him as a person. I, like I say that, like I know who, like I know him. Like we're close personal friends. We're not. Yeah, yeah. And I know him and The Rock pretty much been in a lot of movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- and that was the other thing. So when you had asked that question, like who do you want to work out with? Like I was going to say The Rock, but like your last the episode I just listened to, somebody said that I was like I got to pick somebody different. But I'd yeah. love to work out with him. That gym that he has, like, oh my god, and he's like such a positive person and like for me like I just want to be around positive people and like he just is so uplifting and so inspiring so yeah I definitely I th- I would love to hang out with him yeah him and Kevin Hart definitely oh my okay I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little secret I never used to like Kevin Hart I like like thought he was just like obnoxious but I lately like have started watching him in some things and he played in this movie called Fatherhood it's on Netflix yeah. check it out it's like a more serious role He's hysterical. Like him, him and that and in Jumanji, like Oh yeah. I, oh my god, he's so fun. He's like so funny. So I'm I'm like now on the Kevin Hart bandwagon, which like two years ago, if you would have asked me, I would have like rolled my eyes and said, Ugh, no, but I'm a big fan now. Yeah, I think him and Cat Williams were supposed to do a battle, but I don't know if that happened. Uh, oh yeah, that would be I would like to watch that. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, Cat Williams is all right. No, he's funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah he's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like we could have this podcast, you and I just talking about movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's an idea. Uh, oh my gosh. All right. So, final question of um, the Hidden Gym 10 years from now. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, let's see. 10 years from now makes me 44. Oh, it'll be what our like 30th high school reunion or something crazy like that. Um, so yeah, I think I just, I want to be just a better version of the version that I am now. Right. So just like staying on this consistency and this health kind of journey that I'm on. And I mean, hopefully by then I will have, you know, lost the, the weight and be kind of where ideally I think I want to be at and be strong and healthy and be able to do fun things like hiking and just, just living a really active lifestyle. That, that's what I want. Like, I just want to, I want to be happy. I'm happy now. I want to be happy then. That's just kind of where I'm at. Like nothing huge, nothing like, you know, I want to be retired. I don't know. I just, I just want to be happy. Yeah. That's always the biggest goal being happy being happy of of your accomplishments and your goal. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, you know, we get one life. And I think sometimes I think we forget that we're only on this earth for a short period of time and that we like, this is it. So like, do the things that make you happy. If you're, if you're doing something that doesn't make you happy, change it. Like if it's from a health or a fitness perspective or relationship perspective or, or whatever, like some of the most difficult things I've done in my life have been the most scariest things but they've also been the most rewarding in the end, like moving to Louisville, like out of nowhere, like getting promoted and moving, you know, 600 miles away where I don't know a single person, like it was scary, but like, you just got to do it, you know, like you just got to be happy. And I don't know, that's where I'm at. And I just, I'm, I'm there now. And I just, I want to be there still in 10 years from now. Hey, awesome. All right. So before we kind of close this out, any last words you'd like to say to listeners out there? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I feel like I talked so much. Um, yeah, I just, just keep doing what you're doing. Right. Like, and if you, if you're out there and you're starting a fitness journey or your lifestyle change and, and you don't know what you're doing or, you know, reach out to people and ask for help and follow, follow somebody on social media or, you know, do some research and just figure out what works for you. And if you, if you try something, it doesn't work. It's okay. Like, don't give up, just try something else. Like have some humility. Like we're all kind of walking through this stuff together. Um, I like TJ and I were kind of talking before, like I kind of live like, like I, I live my fitness journey through Instagram. So I would love you guys to follow me at sammy.marieb and TJ is going to post it in the show notes. But every day before I start working out, I, I post my, like a, a little commentary and then I do my workout and I post something and they're really real. They're really raw. Like I've gotten some great feedback from people like, man, like this is, you're so real. And I'm like, I just this is life. Like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm walking through. So whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. Keep walking through and you'll, you'll hit your goals at some point and just be happy. Hey, thank you so much for joining us um, today. So hopefully good luck in your journey. Thank so you. definitely I'm going to look at you as 10 years from now and definitely you probably be a bodybuilder by now. Ooh. Oh my gosh. I, hope, I don't know. Maybe, but uh, definitely I'll let you know when I hit my 365 days for sure. I definitely, we can go definitely look at um, Instagram there. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me, TJ. All right. So we're going to do a little closing to our um, episode. So for those who are just tuning in, make sure you tune into my previous episodes on the BICBPradio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I'll see you next time for another episode here at the Fit Fighter Podcast. This is your instructor, or should I say, fellow fitness goer, 
TJ Williams bowing you out.